Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Jana, a podcast where each month I'll speak to a variety of industry leaders to bring you education, trends, and relevant topics in franchising. I'm your host, Jana Bailey, CEO of FranNet. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for joining Just Jana. We have a very exciting guest today with us, one of my dear friends in the industry, Mr. George Tinsley Sr. So, George, I'm going to let you give an introduction to the audience about who you are and your background because I could never do it justice. So, George. Well, good afternoon, and uh, I am. Excited to be here with you, Jenya, and uh, obviously uh, our relationship goes way back and um, in this franchising uh, orbit. And so uh, it's it's good to have the opportunity to sit and talk with you and talk about uh, what's happened uh, since the last time we were together uh, teaching some athletes in Atlanta, right. Georgia. So it's uh, been a minute, hasn't it? It has. It has. You've gotten younger. I've gotten older. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still good at flattery. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just a little background. Uh, I've uh, been in the uh, restaurant business now since 1976, where I started off with uh, KFC Corporation as a trainer in the training department, uh, uh, having been a school teacher and a coach prior, um, it was kind of a natural uh, transition to uh, training department within uh, KFC Corp. And I was there in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, but what was not anticipated was that I would be working alongside the colonel himself. And, uh, and, and of course, not knowing or having any business background, uh, especially the restaurant business, but business in total, um, my, my degree was in uh, education and uh, playing professional basketball. Otherwise, had uh, other than uh, negotiating uh, a contract uh, with, uh, with the Kentucky Colonels uh, and uh, the other teams I played with, uh, uh, no business background, so uh, it was a it was a learning experience. I fell in love with it uh, from uh, day one, working with all of these millionaires who were <laughs> who had signed contracts with uh, KFC uh, to become franchisees. And part of their agreement, they had to come into Louisville and spend mm-hmm. uh, two weeks in the training department uh, to um, learn a little bit about the business. Uh, and then there was other stuff that they had to do, obviously. A lot of guys came with business backgrounds, but uh, uh, not necessarily the brand uh, at that right. time. And keep in mind, at that point, 76, KFC was still developing. It was owned by Hubline then, and we had three concepts. We had great. Uh, we had uh, Zantigo, which, which was a Mexican-American concept, and H, H, salt, H Seafood Salt, uh, concept of fish and chip concept uh, that they had at the time. So uh, uh, we were teaching or we were, all those were housed right there in Louisville, Kentucky. So anyway, that's, uh, that's where I fell in love with the business and uh, 
um, worked for the corporation for eight years at various different levels uh, within um, in operations and franchising and uh, human resources and eventually got an opportunity to, opportunity to become a franchisee down here in Florida, Arbordale, Florida, and uh, have been a uh, KFC franchisee since uh, 1984. So wow. uh, that's uh, that's how my career's kind of gone. But in between there, we started diversifying uh, into other concepts like TGI Fridays, uh, Chili's, uh, uh, and uh, eight, uh, uh, PF Chang's, Payway, mm-hmm. and uh, Burger King. So we we've done a number of different uh, concepts as uh, as licensees in the airport uh, mm-hmm. versus franchises on on the street. Yeah, you um, you've you've had quite the career as, as you talked about coming from a professional back basketball background to being a multi unit owner, and now you're a published author. Is that correct? Yes, working on uh, the second book. Uh, so uh, you know when you're around when you're around seventy six years, there's a few things, little nuggets of things that you can kind of leave for, uh, for these youngsters getting into the business, uh, for them to, uh, uh, use as a motivation guides and so forth. So we're, we've been pretty fortunate, been, been uh, fairly successful. And, uh, so hopefully, uh, some of the things that we did have done and encountered during, uh, during my career, I can uh, share with others that will help them, uh, you know, along the way. And your newest book is, obstacles into opportunities is that correct that is the that is the pending title uh okay. at this point with that may change you're we're working with the publisher and uh ghostwriter and and kind of working through that uh we haven't gotten to that point yet we want to get oh, all okay. the content uh, uh totally put together and then hopefully uh come up with something that will reach the number one status <laughs> That'd be great. So tell me what that saying, obstacles to opportunities, what does that really mean to you? I mean, it's obviously something that's important to you for you to have put it out there as a potential title for your book. Well, you know, my life, uh, my life has been uh, turning obstacles to opportunities uh, for various different reasons. But uh, the biggest challenge as a uh, as a baby um, I was uh, uh, raised by uh, the babysitter uh, who uh, uh, raised me. She was 70 or 65 years old. She had one leg, couldn't read or write, and uh, uh, was uh, operating off a Social Security check of $65 a month. And so wow. uh, somewhere along the line, they got, there became a disconnection between her and man, my mother. And so uh, there's stories out there. So, you know, I don't try to define them, uh, but those were the early obstacles. And we, uh, we lived uh, in a one room facility with no running water and, and um, a lot of hardships that uh, uh, coming from that background to uh, where I am today uh, is there's been a lot of challenges, but, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, you you face things in a positive nature. You take on the challenges that you can you can turn them around and uh, not get caught up in a pity party and uh, wind up not doing anything but be held, holding a grudge against the entire world. 
I couldn't agree with you more, George. Someday we'll have to have lunch and, and compare notes. But <laughs> I think those of us that have overcome obstacles, we do believe in staying positive and stay focused on on what good came out of the challenges we faced along the way. Exactly. And we wouldn't be who we are without those challenges. So all the more reason to be thankful for them. That's great. That's great. What it, what advice do you have for some of our listeners that may be thinking about going into business? And, you know, there's a lot of people in the franchise industry that, like yourself, work for a brand that maybe have the desire to have their own franchise. So what would your recommendation be? Well, my, my recommendation is it would be that as soon as you feel the passion that this is what you want to do, and you start doing your research, if you're outside of the business, if you're inside of the business, also research and, uh, and understanding, uh, you know, how to get to that particular point. Um, you know, if there's a mentor out there that uh, you feel comfortable with, that you can uh, talk to, you can, you can go work in that environment um, uh, as an intern or a volunteer and and uh, learn as much about the business as possible to see where your particular business philosophy and style will fall in that uh, that category, uh, then uh, I would do as much of that as possible. Become as, uh, you know, save your money, uh, become as, uh, as, as wealthy as you can to be able to take on some of the early challenges of, uh, of investing in a uh, in a concept because the first three four years is always you know very risky and mm -hmm. sometimes you start off with a bang and you start spending and next and it's going to come you're going to have a downtime downturn yeah. and you're going to have issues like COVID you know that uh, that come along and you've got to be prepared to get through those uh, those challenges. Traditional banking and financing is is typically not. Uh, there for um, our businesses, uh, you, so you have to really uh, be able to have a, a great resume, um, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, uh, capital to uh, to get into these uh, uh, opportunities because they're not uh, they're not cheap, you know. So all good advice. So, how many restaurants do you currently have, George, altogether in your portfolio? Currently, right now, we're sitting somewhere around 60 uh, concepts. That's uh, and the majority, well, majority of those in the airport, all of those in the airport at this at this particular point. We're in Miami Airport. We're in Tampa Airport. We're in the uh, Louisville Airport. Wow. Well, I know in Louisville, you've got multiple restaurants there. So it's uh, been quite, quite lucrative for you, I hope. Well, yes, we have six restaurants uh, there in Louisville, uh, and two of those are joint venture relationship with uh, our partner, but uh, the other four, we have a KFC, a Chili's, Bourbon Academy, and a Comfy Cow, um, the restaurants that are there, there in the Louisville Airport. Great. Well, and, and two, Starbucks where we, two Starbucks where we're joint ventured. Oh, really? I did not realize you were in those in those Starbucks. Well, as I'm in and out of Louisville, I frequent those uh, restaurants quite often and waiting on flights to come or go. Well, we, we appreciate that. Hopefully, we're doing a decent job there. Uh, oh, and my nice. son pr pretty much guides that uh, market up there. And so, uh, uh, if uh, if if you're coming through, ask to speak to him. 
All right, I'll do that. So how many employees do you currently have under your empire here? That's a, that's a good question. I, I, uh, I'm gonna have to defer on that one. Um, we, because of COVID and the new employees we've, we've been bringing in and we've uh, been quite a bit of turnover uh, in each one of the airports. Uh, as a matter of fact, Louisville, we just got to the point where we have hundred uh, percent, oh, all the good. restaurants are open. Comfy Cow just recently opened up uh, in the last uh, several weeks. So um, we're, um, you know, we're, we're, I don't know exactly right now. That's all right. That's all right. I can only imagine. But to think about you starting out with one KFC and then where you are today, that's just, it's just a little mind blowing. I know you've got to be really proud. It is a family run business to this day. Is that not the case? That That's correct. That's correct. And in, in, in some of the part, in one partnership we had, we, we had a partner, uh, that uh, in our TGI Fridays that we had in Tampa um, and uh, was still family owned and operated, but uh, we had a partner that was not a part of the family, great friend. But uh, um, other than that, we've, it's, it's been strictly 100% uh, family, uh, family ran. Yeah. Well, that, that is a great legacy that you leave with the Thank family you. being, you know, a part of it and growing it to where it is. Well, it, it has as good points as it has as not so good points sometimes, you know. It's, uh, you, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to get some of the family to listen to, you know. They they think they know more than you, and so uh, it becomes a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> but we I get through it. can only imagine. I can only imagine. So, George, I appreciate you taking the time today to be with me. Is there any closing thoughts you would send out to the people in or out of franchising? Well, I, for, for those that are looking at franchising, I would certainly advise you to uh, uh, to really consider it, uh, consider the brand that uh, that you're looking at, uh, hopefully top tier brands. There's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of franchisors out there that, uh, you know, I would really check out very closely. Uh, there are some great ones out there that uh, um, that are uh, I would advise you to to. Uh, uh, take a good look at, um, you know, it's uh, franchising is a, is, is, it has to be a really understood in the sense that once you become a franchisee and you're part of the family, you still have competition within that family and you have competition, not only with the family, but also with the franchisor because the franchisor uh, may have a restaurant in the area and another franchisee may be in the area. And so even though you're all the same family you're competing for sometimes the same customers so no matter what you're doing you gotta you've got to take that that brand's uh, philosophy of the business and also add your personal touch to it and what you're trying to do and in franchising the community that you do business in is so very very important uh, because that drives your customer base to repeat business and our businesses is a are based off of repeat business. Uh, yeah. uh, more than that one and one every 60 day visit, you want to get that once every week visit. And you only yeah. do that by having those personal touches that uh, when people think of that particular concept you're, you're in, they're coming to you versus going in a different direction. So that's why it's so important to get in, involved in the community and have that the community touch. If you're getting in business, no matter what you're getting in, understand it, understand 
how you're going to um, uh, make it work for you and, and understand if you don't have the passion, if you don't go to sleep, wake up thinking about how to improve what you're doing, you may not be around long. So uh, you've got to pour your heart and soul in it. And when you feel like that drive and it's not there anymore, it's time to start thinking about getting out of it. Fantastic advice, George. Thank you so much. And to our audience, I'm sure you have enjoyed this. And I know you've taken away a nugget or two to help you in your future. So once again, this is Jana Bailey with Just Jana and my guest, George Tinsley. Thank you very much, George, for your time today. Thank you. And a great seeing and being part of your program today. Thank Best you. of luck.